Yay! The kids are finally asleep. So do you feel like... I've got a feeling a boss fight's coming up. Ooh, I just got wrecked. Headshot, baby. Ooh, it's your turn to get the baby. So are you up to the challenge? Run, 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 run. And we're dead. That's when I realized I have no idea what I'm doing. GG. Welcome back to another episode of the Gamer Parents Podcast, episode number 44. My name is Kevin, and I'm joined by my wonderful wife, Joanne. Hello, everybody. And we are just coming off of an amazing weekend at DreamHack Atlanta. Oh, yeah. And I have to say, I am exhausted. Oh, uh, yeah. It, you could probably tell um, I don't have a ton of energy coming at you this week. I have used it all up in Atlanta at DreamHack. Mm-hmm. And not, not to mention, we were up at 4 a.m. this morning to travel back to Texas. Where we are now recording another episode for you guys. Yep. So, DreamHack, super fresh. I mean, we were there yesterday. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we were there for three days, three-day event. So, that was a lot. Yeah, so before we unfold everything that we went through at DreamHack, we just want to take care of some weekly items that we always go through. And we just want to knock those out. The new game releases for this last week let's run through those really quick okay so we have evil came out on ps5 and ps4 which was a game that we reviewed not too long ago yes and that i'm still currently playing yeah you're still playing it it's you know and then now we have this influx of PlayStation players joining the fold. Yep. Fresh meat, as Fresh you call meat. them. Yes. Who don't really know how to play the game yet. Mm-hmm. Easy pickings. <laughs> uh, next, we have Floodland on PC. We have Pentiment on Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One and PC. Smurfs Kart on Switch. I feel like they're copying Mario Kart with something there. Mm-hmm. Somerville on Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One and PC. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge on PS5. YS8 Lacrimosa of Dana on PlayStation 5. Call of Duty Warzone 2.0. Yes, please and thank you. On PS5, Xbox Series X and S, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Goat Simulator 3 on PS5, Xbox Series X and S, and PC. Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales coming to PC. Hid on Switch. Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet both on Switch. Resident Evil 3 on Switch. And the Dark Pictures Anthology The Devil in Me on PS5, Xbox Series X and S, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. That is it for new game releases. Ones that stand out to me. Obviously Warzone, I got to play a little bit. Uh, it was on launch day. I literally only got to play one game, and you know, then I think the next day we had to head off for DreamHack, pretty much. <laughs> but I did get third place, and it was a game of duos. So I'm I'm proud of that being my very very first game of Warzone Two. So I will stick with that. Any if I play any more, it was gonna probably be worse than that for sure. But it it, it was fun, and I want to get back into it some more. We have the new Pokemon games came out. Oh, yeah. Scarlet and Violet. I'm excited to try those. Only because I've been having fun with the Pokemon game that you got me for my birthday. Arceus. Yes. 
and by reading feedbacks and reviews from other people about these two Pokemon games, it seems like this one could be a co-op thing. Yeah, they have co-op. I don't really know. I haven't seen any gameplay of it much yet. I do hear, and we've been busy the last few days, but I have seen a lot on social media as far as like the glitches and just the problems with the game so far. But I mean, that stuff they should be fixing just to make mm-hmm. the game in a better state. But yeah, that's kind of what people are having to deal with for now. So not the best launch for Pokemon games. Okay. I'm surprised that Nintendo's kind of let it go out with that many problems. But hopefully they get that fixed. And yeah. hopefully by the time we get it and have the, all those problems ironed out. Yeah, that's true. And I really like the fact that we have a Switch right now. So even though we were away from home, we could still have some fun at the hotel playing our Switch. And We did. and the, Even in the airplane. So Yeah, and pretty much the whole time we were playing Pokemon Arceus. So, um, I, I did play Mario Party though. <laughs> a little bit, yeah, like on the plane ride on there. On the plane, yeah. Once, but then the rest of the time was all Pokemon. Which yeah. It was fun. And um, I mean, and we even brought the console port yeah. so we could just like hook it up to the tv super easily super lightweight easy to travel with you know i mean why didn't we take off this sooner <laughs> yeah so it was a good idea i think that was a great pick uh, for, for us especially when we have traveling days like that mm-hmm. anywho's so joanne what do you have for us with game pass games yes i was gonna say we have pentiment on console pc and cloud which is also day one release on game pass in Somerville on console and PC. Also day one release on Game Pass. Exactly. And Dune, Spice Wars, game preview on PC. Ghost Lore, game preview on PC. Lapine on console, PC, and cloud. And Norco on console and cloud. What sounds interesting to you? I don't know any of those, actually. I know, you know, we have a few that are, of those that came to Game Pass. I, th- mm-hmm. I don't remember which one was which. I'm pretty sure I looked at both of them, mm-hmm. and it didn't look that exciting. That was Pentiment and Somerville. Yeah, Pentiment was like someone drawing something. That, I don't, yeah, something like that. And I forget, yeah. one of them was kind of like a more horror, like scary game. I think. Ooh, I got it. So, like, I immediately, like, closed my eyes and looked away, so. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the Dune Spice Wars thing kind of looked like No Man's Sky from the picture, but I haven't really checked. And Lapin had this bunny thing going on. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I know you know my love for bunnies. I already know you want to play that. Exactly. Just the cuteness. You can't help it. I can't. So, I I might check Lapin out. Okay. Very cool. Well... We kind of skipped how, you know, our weeks had been because it's going to take up a lot more time this episode because we have a lot to talk about with DreamHack. Yeah. And that'll probably be the focus of the rest of the episode pretty Mm -hmm. much. Mm -hmm. So let's just kind of unpack everything from the three days of the convention. Yes. And everything that we got to experience and kind of do there just to give people a better understanding. So DreamHack is a convention that's kind of focused on gaming, streaming, cosplaying, competitive, you know, gaming tournaments. They also have like a BYOC, a bring your own computer element where people can bring their own computers and set up there and play. So cool. Um, They have 
merchants come in and set up booths so they can sell artwork or keychains, t-shirts, all kinds of stuff. Posters. Posters, yeah, and it's all like related to pretty much gaming and anime for the most part. Yeah. So, and it's stuff that we like and that we enjoy and, you know, like to look at and mm-hmm. kind of take in. Um, they also have like a section for cosplayers, kind of same similar setup where they had everybody had different booths and then every day they'd come wearing something different. You could go, you know, talk with them about their characters that they're dressed up as or, you know, they'd have pictures out of other cosplay costumes that they've done, you know, that for, for purchase as well to help kind of support them and what they're doing and uh you know there's some were that were, were dressed up as like mortal Kombat characters um some characters from genshin impact final, uh, final fantasy. fantasy we saw a lot like that these were just like the ones that had their own booths and you could go and like really just talk with them and hang out right mm-hmm. like that was cool like we got to go hang out with cloud from final fantasy 7 for yeah. a while right like that's cool <laughs> yeah that was really buster cool. sword and everything Mm-hmm. Kind of like a meet and greet kind of thing, right? Yeah, it was it was cool. I mean, that was our like first convention and really first chance to you know talk with people who know anything about cosplay. Or at least for me, it was. Have you ever been to anything like this? No, I've never been. I've always seen like people cosplay in Harajuku when I was in Japan and stuff like that, but I've never actually like. Had a place where I could just walk up to them and meet and greet, you know, and take pictures and buy their yeah, merch. Yeah, we got a lot of pictures. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Every and time it would be like, oh, we want to purchase like some of their prints. And then it'd be like, and give us a picture. Like, let's take a picture together. So we went and got plenty of pictures with pretty much like every cosplayer there, right? <laughs> I think you did, pretty much. Maybe, yeah, I guess so. But those were the guest cosplayers. And then there were also like cosplayers who were there for the competition. And that was really cool to see. So they don't have booths or whatever, but... Um, we saw them in the competition and they look really good like you can tell there's a lot of hours even days and months that are put into making their costumes it's not just a buy from amazon kind of thing it was yeah, very detailed from Spirit, yeah the halloween store like yeah exactly it was very like original form of art a unique form of art that they did themselves and yeah build it according to the characters and in the cosplay contest yeah um they had it separated into three different categories right between like novice artesian i think so and And expert and expert yeah so if you were a beginner cosplayer you'd be in the novice group you know and then artesian and then you know expert and so on so yeah and you could really tell the difference, like some of the big, you know, novice ones versus the expert ones. There were still some really good novice ones you know, and, oh, yeah. and artesian, really all the way up. And we had a huge variety between the different characters. We had um, the one from Elden Ring. Oh, yeah. Warhammer 40k. Quite a few characters from League of Legends. Yeah, I was going to say League of Legends. Uh, what, Fire Emblem, Genshin Impact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And many more, even Mario. Yeah, I mean, a lot of them that I don't even know. Like, I didn't, they're games I had never played or characters or I didn't remember. We've never watched. <laughs> yeah, or animes we never watched, but it was still really cool just to see their costumes. And sometimes it was like, oh, wow, that character looks really cool. Maybe I need to, maybe I need to play that game. Yeah. You know, 
to watch pretty, that anime or something. I was pretty excited for the Among Us costume, though. <laughs> yes, we saw somebody wearing an Among Us costume. Yeah, like walking around looking so innocent, and I went and posed with him. And next thing I know, in the picture, there was like that knife, you know, you the butcher out, like, knife. A cleaver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so funny. He was about to take you out. It was Thank red, you. by the way. If you it never hear red. from us again, it was red. <laughs> red sus. Oh, and we also did get to see Tiger Lily build the knife. Lucina sword, not knife, sorry. Big knife. A big knife. <laughs> a sword. A big sword. Um, yeah, so there's a cosplayer known as Tiger Lily. Yeah. Who was there doing like a speed build oh, yeah. for cosplay. So she was really making this sword, this Giant cosplay sword, right sword. in front of everyone, right? And, yeah. and on stream too. So yeah. if you want to check out, you can actually see that there in the stream. Yes, and it's just special to me because I've never seen like someone build it from scratch in front of me. I mean like on YouTube, heck, there's a lot of videos like that, but mm -hmm. to see it in person was very, very personable, you know, like. Yeah, and um, I think it, it pretty much took her and her team, so there was like yeah. at least three or four of them, mm -hmm. like pretty much the entire weekend, like three, three full days yeah. of the convention. And she did say it would have been faster you know, like according to her plan, if if she was just focused on it, but she was also, yeah, you know, you meet people and greet. Like constantly yeah. coming up to her and asking her questions and wanting to see what she's doing. Me being one like of hard them. to just like focus in on your project, you know. <laughs> I know. I went up yeah, there you, like you every... were part of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I had just to saying. check on her and her progress and everything every couple hours, so it yeah. was definitely part of her problem. <laughs> but it was cool. That was unique, like especially from the cosplay side of things of getting to see somebody actually working on a costume and then seeing how it looks at the end and how cool that all that was and of course you even got a picture with her yep and her lucina with her sword and everything yep in the full costume in the pose and everything right so you weren't in that picture though right? i wasn't in that picture okay. i was exhausted by then gotcha yeah <laughs> that one was just her but that was cool you know you got pictures of a lot of cosplayers and with a lot of cosplayers so, which one was your favorite cosplay costume? That's, I mean, I know they're uh, all cool, but... Probably the the Elden Ring one, and I forget the name. I haven't played Elden Ring yet, so I forget the name of the character. I think it was one of the bosses from the game. Yeah, the scary ones, right? <laughs> yeah, where he has, like, the long hair coming out of the metal helmet, and he has, like, two giant swords, you know, in the full metal armor get-up. Like, it it was really legit. It looked really cool. Very real. Like, I mean, we didn't get, like, an up-close look, which mm -hmm. might might change things. Like, maybe you could tell you're kind of looking more up-close. But, like, at least from a distance or medium distance away, like, it would, like, look like something from someone's nightmare. Like Definitely. It reminded me night. of the Dark Souls character, too. But, yeah. I mean, Elderly and Dark Souls almost similar anyways. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and for what about, me... What about your favorite? My favorite was the cosplay by Just Yelis. The one where she was dressed up as Scorpion. Monster, someone from Monster Hunter? Yeah, but, I mean, it was her, but I prefer her Scorpion costume okay yeah yeah that that one's really legit looking too yeah and then it was also sub-zero in her pictures yep it was a lot really of, cool. a lot of mortal combat a lot of mortal combat yeah just a fan so was i i mean it was a very nostalgic game for me <laughs> growing up uh -huh. but 
if you think like Dream Pack is all about cosplays, you're wrong because there's also places where you get to learn about stuff, which is mainly at the panel. Yeah. So basically throughout the entire convention, like I don't know when they started and when they stopped, but like pretty much every hour there was like a different topic and then there'd be like three or four people up on a panel like, you know, talking about whatever topic it is and then they're going to have a moderator kind of asking them questions and guiding the discussion, Mm -hmm. you know, and then they'd open it up to questions to anyone who's watching. That was cool because like you could look at the schedule and see okay, this is what everyone's going to be talking about. And, you know, if you're like, oh, this sounds really interesting to me. Like, let's make sure we make it, make that one. Yeah. You know, so maybe like two or three each day, like we'd sit in on and it'd either be about, you know, hosting or commentating or about cosplay. A lot, (laughs) most of them, to be honest, that we went to were about cosplay. There's even one about like, oh, kids and esports. So I think it's like for parents who have kids that are involved in esports. Oh yeah. And like how to handle that and how to help and... Mm-hmm. what you need to know yeah so that like, was i don't think we really caught it much of that but that was interesting yeah but they had that yeah panels on all kinds of different topics they also had a spot for content creators and like streamers yes. so they had well like four or five different like streamer stations mm-hmm. and it was like multiple times throughout the day they would bring in a new streamer new streamer to like you know be able to use that station and they'd stream and you'd kind of see the the stream on the TV behind them. So you'd like see what they're playing. And so we got to hang out with one for a little bit, watching her play Dead by Daylight, mm-hmm. which is one of Joanne's favorite games. So that was cool. Yeah, it was really cool. I mean, I think I screamed more than her when she was playing because I get freaked out. I was like, run, run. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a game that's hard like not to react to. Like she was pretty calm though. True. It may have been because like someone was watching her, right? Like we're just standing right on the other side of her monitors. So, but yeah, maybe, maybe, or maybe she's played it enough that she just is chill with everything that happens in the game now. I know. Pallets, she was yeah. like, "Where, where are the pallets?" When she was running around, and I was like, "Damn, she's so chill." When or she, she was says like, that. "When she would die, she's like, oh, I hate this guy." Yeah. Versus like freaking I, out. Or I would like, totally rage quit. <laughs> Yeah, but that was we didn't really get to like hang out with many streamers or anything like that. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. at least, and that we knew were streamers, or at least while they were streaming. Yeah, there was also two guests streamer, I think, right? Like yes. So of the, I mean, and there's a long list of very popular, well-known, definitely. successful streamers. Mm-hmm. Um, but they had two two of the bigger ones that they had were there, and that was Ludwig. Mm-hmm. who has a huge following and his whole thing was he he spent 50 hours in a glass, glass box. box basically so it was like a, a basically a room that you, everybody could see into it was kind of like in the middle of the whole convention so you every time you're passing by you'd like see oh let's see what ludwig's doing like oh he's sitting on his computer there playing a game or something or talking with friends in there mm-hmm and they were raising money. I forget the organizations, but it was to like fight hunger. Yeah. I believe. And they were trying to raise money for that, which is really cool. It's a great cause. And I think they raised over $300,000, which is insane. I think it was, was it 300? Yeah, it was, over, it was over $300,000 by the end. The last, the last I checked was like 200 something. I didn't yeah, expect and I think it to be. At $200,000, he cut his hair. Okay. Right? And it was a bowl cut. Yeah. 
we didn't miss the actual like haircutting, but it was cool to like see oh at the very beginning, you know, and then we were there actually when he hit that two hundred thousand dollar mark. We missed the haircut, but then we got to see him later and we're like, Oh, this is his new hair, nice. <laughs> Um, yeah. You know, so we got to like do what he was doing every once in a while. They also had Dr. Lupo yep. there at the convention. He didn't have quite as big of a thing going on with the being in a glass box for 50 hours, <laughs> but he was there for meet and greets, you know, and, and talked with fans who wanted to come see him. And I think he even played games with some yeah. fans too, from what he I saw. Did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is cool, which I, I don't, I'm not really a big Dr. Lupo follower, but. I know he's a big streamer and a lot of people like him and would probably think that's really cool to go hang out with him. What yeah. else did they have? I enjoyed playing the Rushdown Revolt with you. Okay. Yeah, so let's talk about that. So they had a station there dedicated to Rushdown Revolt, which is a Smash-like game. Very Smash-like. <laughs> yeah, it kind of seems like they're just taking a lot of stuff from Super Smash Brothers. Which, I mean, is okay. It's hard to kind of beat Super Smash Brothers, But there's not very many characters. I think it's still relatively new. There was, what, like maybe 10 characters you can pick from. You know, it's, it's Smash-like, so it's, you know, platforms you jump around on and do different attacks and you try and knock each other out. Yeah. And it didn't really feel like as, sm- as smooth to me. And I don't think you've played much Super Smash Brothers, right? No, I... Like, Super Smash Brothers feels very fluid to me, and, like, you know what to expect, and there's a lot of different kinds of attacks as far as, you know, when you're running or stationary, you know, and, like, it feels... Like, a lot of the stuff in Rushdown Revolt kind of felt, like, the same, and there wasn't, like, a lot of, like, variety you could get out of each character, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I was just smashing the controller. Yeah, it was fun because it was there, and, you know around this whole table they had like tvs and xboxes set up so you could you know play right there so it was it was fun every few hours we'd go back over there and play a couple games yep you know by the end of it we were getting pretty good figuring stuff out yeah by the end of it i was wrecking you <laughs> you did beat me one game at the end that one where i let you beat me yes what? it's not one I remember that. i'm pretty sure it's more well, than okay one. to be fair the first day or even first two days we were there there was a lot of you walking off the edge because (laughs) you thought you were a different character that was funny yes or yeah you just like would try and attack me and just like fly off the edge and yeah because i thought i was you (laughs) yeah Yeah. i know that was funny so you improved a lot you you definitely get the award for most improved in that game by the end of the weekend so it is free to play on steam yep uh, which is what they were sharing with us. We were talking to some of the people that you know that work with the game, you know, about it. So we we'll definitely want to check that out. Mm-hmm. It's 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 free, and uh, we were enjoying it. And I think uh, we could still get a little more fun out of it playing it here. Yep, definitely. And it'll be different because we'll be on our keyboards versus on the controller, the Xbox controller. And we've yeah. never had an Xbox here. At least I've never had one. Have you? Uh, I had the original Xbox, and then okay, I played Xbox at friends' houses over the years, but I know. it's been a while. I just feel like it felt different. The controller felt really different than the regular one that we have. So what do you mean regular one? I mean like the PlayStation regular 4? PlayStation ones. On yep. yeah, so it's I different, was like a little bit kind of fidgeting. <laughs> okay, yeah, I mean it takes a little bit to get used to uh, whenever you switch things up on yourself mm-hmm. like that. But enough of Rushdown Revolt. 
They also had a whole bunch of fighting game, like kind of like arcade stations, mm-hmm. like set up. Yeah. And it, it felt like they had like every generation, like they had stuff going back to like, I don't remember, I don't know what Street Fighter it was, but it was an old one. Yeah. It's like Street Fighter 2 on it. The Street Fighter 2? Yeah. I don't know what year Street Fighter 2 came out, but it's been a while. I do know that. So we played a little bit of that. We played other games that, like, I have no idea what they were. Yeah. What games we were playing, but it was all fighting games, and mm-hmm. it was fun, you know. Yeah, they even had Dance Dance Revolution. Yeah, DDR. We, yeah, we did not use it. We didn't get a chance. To. That was pretty popular. Everybody wanted to, to be on that one, and there's only one. No, I did not want to be on that one. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I have bad experiences with DDR, so no. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, what else did they have? They also had, uh, Intel had a, I don't know what you call it, like a trailer that you could like walk into and then they were mm-hmm. like, it was basically like a land center. Like there was computers, computer next to computer next to computer. There was what, probably like 20 of them? I think more, but. Maybe more like in this trailer. It, it was not a whole lot of room in there, but mm-hmm. they got a lot in there. Um, you know, with um, PCs that were set up. And you could just pretty much just walk in, sit down, and game. Um, yeah. You know, and they had, I think it was limited to like 30 minutes or something like that you were supposed to like be in there if there's a line. So it kind of keep people rotating in and out. Mm-hmm. You know, and they had games um, in there like Apex and what is it? Vampire's Blood Hunt. Yep. I think that's the one that we were playing some. They, and they probably had like, what, 10 other games yeah. on in there as well. I think they even had Elden Ring. Was it also installed on yes, all of them? Yes, actually, yes. I saw yeah. Elden Ring there, but I didn't want to... We didn't, we didn't jump into it. I feel like that's not a game I want to start on like a 30-minute exactly. timeline. <laughs> yeah, I feel uh, like... Yeah, I feel like I would just get sucked into it and not want to like stop. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we played a different game, which was fun. It also free-to-play, I believe. Was that on Steam? Yes. Okay. I think that, that's all. Yeah, I think everything that they had there was just on Steam. Okay. But it was cool. Um, it got pretty busy there at some time, especially like on Saturday, which seemed to be the busiest day. But I mean, Friday, we got to go hang out in there a little bit. You know, I don't think we really went back to it, but it was cool that they had that. And it was, you know, a cool mm-hmm. place to go hang out and kind of rotate around to. Yeah, it was. It was. And I like that we went on a less busy day. What, Friday? Yeah. Yeah. We went when it wasn't that busy. We were like, I feel like we were like one or like two of like four people in there. Yeah. And then like the next day when we went and like, oh, let's go play. And suddenly it was, it was a, a super long, long line, line like, oh, that no. went like all around. So I'm like, nope. <laughs> yeah. First, I don't like that. Like when you're in there with a whole bunch of people, then it will be like so cram. I'll get like super claustrophobic or something, you know, like. Sure. So. Although I feel like you put a headset on, you look at the monitor, you don't even realize what's going on around you. Maybe, yeah, true. I, I wouldn't even notice. Also, for spectators, they had tournaments going on like pretty much the entire three days. Uh, between games, you had Super Smash Brothers tournaments, um, StarCraft, mm-hmm. Valorant, Tekken, yeah. what what else? Rocket League. Rocket League, yeah. I think they even they had a Fortnite tournament. Like oh, they yeah. had like pretty much every popular game out there they mm-hmm. had a tournament for. At least it felt like almost. You know, so pretty much like something for everybody to watch. And a lot of times, you know, things were going on at the same time, so we kinda had to pick and choose mm-hmm. if we wanted to 
you know, watch any of those things. So got to watch a little bit of Tekken. Got to watch a lot of Super Smash Brothers. Yes. Which was fun. They even had a Rushdown Revolt tournament. I really enjoyed Valorant. Yeah. That one, like, I, I don't know. I just feel like the quality is not there. Maybe it's still too new. You know, hopefully they kind of fine tune it a little bit. There was, like, some bugs in it still, really? right? Where, like, I didn't even realize that. Characters weren't behaving the way that they were supposed to at times. Especially like when you set them to CPU and then also like the team setup didn't really work. Like you couldn't choose who was on whose team when you go to team matches. Mm -hmm. so, I don't know. There's just some stuff like that that hopefully they improve on, but I'll definitely still want to check it out some more. And also... What else? What else uh, did we do this weekend? Um, there's like this corner for indie game dev. Oh, yeah. And I thought that was cool because then we get to try this game called Terracotta, which was pretty cool. It's like a puzzle game. Was that the like samurai one? You mean the Terracottas? The soldiers, yeah. The, the name was after the Terracotta soldiers oh, okay. that were found in China. So samurai? No, samurai is Japanese. Oh, okay. Well, it was a fun video game and I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was very puzzle. Ren and... is schooling me right now. <laughs> no, because I didn't know what to say. But anyways, that was one. And then you played another, right? Like next yeah. to the forget. Me I actually liked the other one, the puzzle one, more. That was interesting. Then I played a different one that they called it simplistic Dark Souls. Or like, yeah, Dark Souls-like. And I was like, okay, cool. I like Dark Souls. Maybe it's just like a easier, simpler version of Dark Souls. But you're literally playing as a triangle that moves around a 2D plane and you attack other triangles. And I was like, okay, well, I can, I can kind of see where they were going with Dark, Dark Souls-ish because it was kind of challenging. Like you had to like dodge as much or more than you attack, you know, and it was very difficult. Wait, was this game. part of the indie game? Yeah. I don't remember you playing that. But I remember, like, he was like, oh, you should check out this game. It's like Dark Souls. And then I remember when I started playing it, I was like, I don't, I don't know if I would say this is like Dark Souls. Okay. I remember the one that you, I saw you play was, like, more, like, um, top down. Almost. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, you, like, you, you move around as, like, a triangle or a square or something. I don't remember. Some kind of shape. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then you do your attack, which, like, a sword comes out and, like, yeah. slices across the screen. But, like, that's it. How is that Dark Souls? I feel Souls? like if I had, like, watched somebody play it, I'd be like, nah, I'm, I'm good. I'll do something else. <laughs> but then the guy was like, hey, it's like Dark Souls. I was like, oh, cool. I love Dark Souls. I know. And I played this game for, like, two minutes. And I was like, okay, cool. Thank you. I'm, thank you. I'm, yeah, I'm gone. It's more like Souls, not so dark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just thought that was an interesting way of describing it. But I don't know. Yeah. It, it worked on me. It brought me in. It got me to try it. Fair we enough. didn't spend a whole lot of time on the game development stuff just because I think there was so much other stuff going on. True. What else? They also had a huge section for Magic the Gathering. Oh, yeah. It's like half of the whole. Yeah. So if there's any MTG fans out there, there was a huge presence for that at DreamHack. There was mm -hmm. tables upon tables. They had a tournament or multiple tournaments, I think, going on. Yeah. And they have prizes. <laughs> yeah. So like, every table was pretty much full, right? Like there were people everywhere. Everywhere. There to play Magic the Gathering. So. Mm -hmm. They also, yeah, they had like a prize table. So I guess like depending on how well you did in the tournament, you could go and collect prizes from like a prize wall. 
They also had like multiple vendors in to like buy, sell, and trade mm-hmm. MTG cards, which they it was a it was crazy. They had so much to look at and stuff. Like it was cool just like looking at like what they had for sale and like some of these cards that are like two hundred bucks. And I don't know what they do or how good they are or how rare they are, but it was cool to see. True. Also, because well, I guess because neither of us are that much into MTG. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't really spend a whole lot of time. The only time we spent a lot of time there was when we were doing the quests. Oh, yes. Tell them about the so, quest. There's this like scavenger hunt thing. When you check in, um, you have to install the app on your phone and then... And so, yeah. Well, yeah, you have to have the app to play the scavenger hunt. Yeah. And then that way you could kind of see what's your next goal. There's like clues in there and there were like... 18 checkpoints for us to go scan so there's this like 18 qr codes hidden within dreamhack itself the clues are in the app and then you have to like look for them around and there was one that was in the magic the gathering area and we were there like for the longest time ever and finally i was like no we we gotta like get a hint or someone yeah like i didn't want to like give up yeah. And yeah, we like roamed around this entire like convention building looking for these QR codes so that we mm-hmm. could finish this quest so and, we could get a darn sticker reward then, out of it. And get 10% off the merch, Dreamhack merch. Yeah. So I we mean, probably like, saved at least five bucks with that. But for every like points, experience points that you gain from scanning those QR codes, when you reach a certain milestone, then you'll get a prize or mm-hmm. something. So yeah, yeah, that was fun. So we got some cool little trinkets and stuff from doing mm-hmm. that. It was fun just like finding them. Yeah. Until we got to the Magic the Gathering one. Like I know. And it was hidden. Like, where you couldn't even get to it, like, as a, you know, participant or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, it was basically, like, behind where the card shop was. Uh, Like, we had to, like, scan it from super far away because we couldn't get over to it. Yep. I'm surprised the QR code can't even work work that (laughs) far away. But, yeah. yeah, we got it. And we had to ask somebody for help. We're like, like we're looking for this thing It's forever. the only it's one the we have It's the last one got. that we need. Exactly. Do you know where this is? And it was some guy that worked. And he's like, I can't tell you that. But you should go check out the, the shop. Yeah. We, that went, was... we went over there. And like, I think you spotted it. Yeah, I and did. And it was like partially covered up. By all like the props. Super hard to see. I know. Yeah. Uh, every, all the other ones were super easy to find. But that one, that got mm-hmm. us. True, true. Yeah, the scavenger hunt was fun. I think one of my favorite parts was the like all the posters and stuff. Oh yeah, you mean the merch, they, right? Yeah, all the all that stuff. They had what? How many different vendors or booths? I didn't count, but at I think it's or yeah, at least twenty-five or thirty. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, people from um, you know selling mostly like a lot of like posters and stuff. Oh, mystery you know, boxes, stickers. <laughs> yeah, there was one station that sold mystery boxes. They had so many different mystery boxes. Mm-hmm. Anything that has any kind of mainstream following from Star Wars, Harry Potter, Disney, Marvel, um, Zelda, you know, Nintendo. Yeah, even retro '80s gaming. Uh, and then different TV shows too, right? They yeah, like Buffy Stranger the things. Vampire Slayer. The yeah, Demon, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Demon Slayer and yeah. The Nun, I think. Yeah. They had all kinds Annabelle. of yeah. 
different like themed boxes, like a mystery box. You don't know what's in it. Mm-hmm. The biggest ones were pretty expensive. It was like 60 bucks. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, it was a pretty decent sized box though. And I guess if you're a big fan of whatever the box is for, I think they even had like a Kingdom Hearts box, right? Um, cool. Metroid. Yeah, there was a Kingdom Hearts box. I yeah, yes, there was. I was looking for a Pokemon box since they we didn't were playing. Have that. There I couldn't and... believe they didn't have Pokemon. I that would be one yeah. I could see myself getting. I know. I just didn't know like what kind of things come in it that's always like a little bit harder to buy something like you don't know what it's gonna that's why it's be. mystery kevin it's, it's like mystery. gambling <laughs> are you gonna be happy with your purchase like you don't know you have no idea until like after you buy it and open up the box mm-hmm. i wonder if they take returns <laughs> i don't think they do <laughs> probably not. it's a mystery yeah so if we had more space in our luggage we could have bought a box yeah oh yeah so that was one thing that i was frustrated about was mm-hmm. luggage space like we pack light because it's like you know traveling without kids it's yeah, our well, opportunity me, to pack light yeah right? for me every time i travel i take as little as possible but yeah. i only take what i need me my too. bag is only as big as for what i need like i don't want to take a bigger bag for extra space just to carry it <laughs> just have a bigger bag to lug around mm-hmm. so i didn't really think about like oh we should leave extra space in our bag yeah for all this stuff we didn't expect all we this had stuff. a little <laughs> bit of extra space not a i mean not, not a, a lot time. like not any more than uh we really needed to but like there were this giant poster that... even like metallic posters like you can't you know you can't yeah. pull them up or even sturdy. the scroll ones i thought we could roll up the scroll ones but even in a dimension of the it's still width, too big even yeah, if you it roll it up big. it'd still be too long to fit in a bag yeah in our bag so <laughs> that's something that i would probably do differently mm-hmm. next time True. like maybe bringing a bigger bag check it Half you know, empty. have a little bit of extra space maybe bring an extra bag completely empty so you can yeah. fill it up with stuff yep i agree yeah, i mean that that held us back a little we still bought a decent amount of stuff between pictures and Mm -hmm. some posters kind of on the smaller side Mm -hmm. and you know also we got a lot of stuff for free i got a free t-shirt plenty of free lanyards and stickers and keychains keychains. Uh, monster was there just handing out monster energy drinks left and right just walk up and be like oh can i get this and they just hand it to you and you could come back couple hours later get more if you wanted i remember like the first day we were so hyped like we drank like two monsters at once and that was like after a coffee even before we got there so we were like high on caffeine or something (laughs) yeah the first day was probably the the worst in terms of that we're just excited when the kids are not around we were like let's drink all of this (laughs) let's go crazy i know let's drink monster yeah (laughs) yeah but I guess that's about it, right? Like, ooh, I, I won't forget to add that there's this stall or this booth that sells um, RGB masks and RGB backpacks. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, the backpack one was really cool because it would switch from different things and it would all light, the back of it would all light up. Oh, yeah. That'd be cool, like, walking around with that. Like, Definitely. You'd be the cool kid at school if you had that i know if dylan was older and going to school i would totally have him wear that (laughs) yeah and just the a lot of the art that was there was really cool 
Uh, we didn't really get to check it out much, but they had one of the artists there that draws for Magic the Gathering mm-hmm. cards, and I saw some of the stuff there. It was it looked really cool. Like that's really cool. Like especially if you're a fan of the game. Yeah. And you know you like some of the cards that they've drawn. You get to come in and like talk to the guy who does the drawing for the cards. Like that's that'd be a pretty cool chance to ask some fun questions. Yep, definitely. I, mean, I saw a lot of people buying up stuff right things were selling out people were supporting what they were seeing you know wanting to take some of the stuff home i do want to also note that on our stream which is going to be tomorrow day after recording Mm -hmm. which is probably going to be the same day this ends up releasing yeah is we on stream we will be going off what we got yeah from the convention so all the, you know, stickers, keychains, posters, all the stuff that we just we got. Like a lot of it was given to us for free. And then a lot of it we also bought and our wallets hate us for it. But <laughs> it is still really cool stuff that we got. Yeah. So we want to kind of show off what we picked up out there yes. and share it with people. And you can also check out the pictures on Instagram at gamer underscore parents underscore podcast. I am still posting some pictures. I have not completely posted every picture yet, but there will be more to come when this recording goes out. For sure. And that stream that I mentioned will be on Twitch. You can find us there. Yes. And we will be streaming Marvel's Avengers, right? Yeah. So after we kind of go through some of the stuff that we got from DreamHack, we will be playing some Marvel Avengers. You can also find us over on Twitter at twitter.com slash GamerParentsPod. And if you could give us a like, follow, subscribe, whatever it is, wherever it is, we would definitely appreciate it. The best place to come and hang out with us would be over on our Discord channel. The link for that would be in the podcast episode description or in the video description if you're watching this over on YouTube. Mm Mm-hmm. Definitely invite. I want to invite you into our Discord and come say hi and yes. come tell us about what games you're playing and why you like them or maybe why you don't. Yes, please do. Also, this week is Thanksgiving week, so we want to wish all you listeners out there a very happy Thanksgiving. Yes, focus on what you're thankful for. Have a good Thanksgiving. Eat lots of pie and yummy food with your family and friends and Mm -hmm. enjoy it and come back to us next week but that is all that we have for you this time yes we will catch you in the next one bye